1: What's up, fam? How you all doing, man?
2: Before,
1: welcome man. and welcome all this. Is BJ, it's your boy DJ Reminis. I'm the one the And welcome to the podcast for the ages where I play music that I really, really like. And I talk about things that are important to me. Hopefully, you guys like the same things, too. This is episode 125, man. And the year's just clipping right through. This is April now. That's right, man. It's April Um, like I start off the show with every single week. We got the hot record of the week, and this one's an absolute banger, man. pbl has got a brand new song out, a record that he sang himself, and I'm telling you, man, you gotta go check out the video. Honestly, he just absolutely ripped shit up in this video. His dancing is unbelievable in this, man. Finally, a video with this actual entertainment from an artist. Not just him singing and doing nothing. This is an actual choreographed, beautiful video, man. Hot record of the week. PBN bang up on right here on DC Beach y'all.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, this is a public announcement. The hitmaker PBN's best
1: Right, man uh, let's get into something um there's an article that was recently um released it was written by usman ahmed um for because Desi. becausedesi.com because is a website and the title is the death of the uk usian uh sorry the death of the uk asian music industry kind of caught me off guard so i thought let's read this article now listen right off the bat um i'm not here to question you know this writer's opinion his opinion is his opinion but i was as I was reading the article i mean there's some questions that i had as to kind of like where the information came from so it starts off with we are gathered here to mourn the loss of uk asian music which departed peacefully in sleep after many years of ill health um now i understand where the writer's coming from i mean i would say you know the uk asian funkada music scene was non-existent as of probably i would say two three years ago it was there but there was probably a good couple of years there where it was honestly you know on it needed needed resuscitations on cpr right um it was inedible really after enjoying somewhat of a boom almost two decades ago it's finally time to lay it to rest gone are the days of RDBB, Twenty One, on dr zeus uh regularly bringing out full albums and bringing in a whole new generation of listeners totally agree there um I, those times are gone there were some great times there but those times are never gonna come back, man. Um, it's just the way life is. Music back then matched the trends of the time with garage R&B, hip-hop beats being incorporated alongside distinctively Asian-influenced material. I agree with that. Today we have artists doing covers, remakes, or remixes. This is not. This is not constitute creativity or talent. In the last few years, many of these UK, uh, many of these UK artists have been signing to Indian record labels but most are not good enough to grace the soundtrack of a movie, and rightly so okay that's a fair statement his opinion i mean the fact that uh, they're saying that um you know there's no creativity that artists are doing covers remakes or remixes what punjabi song isn't a remake you know it's very rare that you hear something original nowadays so that's, that statement kind of threw me off there but i get what he's trying to say um there's been a steady decline we've been there has been a steady decline we've been through the rishi rejagi H. Dami era And then finally, Nafis being uh, the only homegrown mainstay of the charts. The fact is a lot of well-known people in the UK-Asian music scene are not even from the UK. Um, Okay, um, maybe a couple. These musical economic migrants we attract and make famous, like Imran Khan, uh, have all moved on, releasing a song every so often claimed, redundant barometer, which is the top spot in official Asian download chart. That download chart is a separate issue. That's, you know, I I don't want to get into that. Um, when you see unknown artists celebrating number one position on iTunes with a song, which clearly isn't that great, it greatly devalues the whole scene. See, this is where I got an issue with, um, whether I agree or you agree that a song, you know, should not be number one on the iTunes chart. It doesn't fucking matter because at the end of the day, someone bought these records. So, it does deserve to be on that chart if someone bought the music right now you can turn around and say well they bought it themselves that's the stupidest argument i've ever heard in my life man because here's the thing if i release an album and my dad decides to buy it because he wants to support me what is wrong with that and when they do support you you guys are bitching and complaining that oh you got blah 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 number nineteen itunes chart anyone can do that no not everyone can do that fam not everyone can get number ones in on iTunes charts; otherwise, everyone would. You know what I'm saying? This is where I have a problem with this, with this, with this uh, statement because it's got it's got no numbers and no stats attached to it. You understand what I'm saying? We don't know what the answer to that is unless you release your record sales. Unless you, you see what I'm saying? Um, all we have left are social media hype, merchants with access to audit production software, who are left to ruin the legacy of someone which uh, was once rather good. Again, um, I don't know if you've heard. Hip hop lately, I don't know if you heard pop music lately. I I don't know if you've heard EDM lately. It's all Auto Tune, it's all you know, whatever. And here's the thing: you need to understand, right? If you're in the music business and you're not using social media as your primary source of advertising or getting your brand out, you're done. You're finished. So that statement is so, um, what's the word I'm looking for? So you know, I don't want to be sound like an asshole, but it's someone who doesn't understand how the music business works, right? that's that's all i gotta say about that you know it's one thing to write something about the you know the music industry but you got you gotta have the basis of what you're trying to say you understand what i'm saying like you gotta have stats you gotta have numbers you know i can say anything about like opinion like i said the opinion doesn't matter to me like i can have opinion that says you know what country music sucks it's on a down downswing but someone who's in the music scene could challenge my opinion based on numbers saying what are you talking about have you seen you know the, the the charts have you seen the economics of country music have you seen how many albums are being sold on a monthly basis you, you see what i'm saying so you know like i said you're entitled to your opinions say whatever you want but be able to, you better be able to back it up not just say it because you feel like it like if, if you think it's going down on a downswing well how is it going down on a downswing what exactly is it you know how can you tell me based on you know the decline of record sales you understand what i'm saying so you need to back your shit up before you actually make a statement you know what i mean and this statement really gets me man this one's this one is a good one um a lack of uh where is it sorry what do you expect from releases consist of people who could never go mainstream and switch to singing in punjabi or to people making songs in a language they don't even speak i, I don't understand what that statement means you know what? if you're trying to say that this punjabi singers are not fluent in punjabi singing well i got the flip for you man have you heard the punjabi stuff coming out of india it's all tutti putti english right with Punjabi in it and they can't say those words were shit but why is it when they sing like that it's okay but when someone who's trying to sing Punjabi it's not okay double standards you understand what I'm trying to say like you gotta have the same philosophy across the board right Bollywood is the king and everyone's ultimate dream as far as Asian music is concerned um not mine uh you know not mine at all like fuck Bollywood for all I care that's not my scene it's not my mainstream maybe yours it ain't mine so I'm not even going to question about that lack of quality and originality is turning people away and with the way things are going there would be no reason to come back and record and record labels are primarily to blame for funding poor quality music I, I that statement is a powerful statement right there record labels are primarily to blame for funding poor quality music funding question is whatever um, they may fund it but they also accept money from artists they just want money and just so they can release it um i agree with that statement 100 and that's one that really hits home if you're going to blame anything for the lack of quality of music that you think there's a lack of quality music there's it's not an easy solution to or there's not an easy um problem to fix the solution because the problem is so deep you know what i'm saying but one of the big problems is definitely quality music being released i mean let's take Jeet, for example and you've heard me say this before he he released a record called Lamborghini last year right I'm I'm not going to lie this song was decent but the quality was shit it was distorting you know what I mean like if this was mainstream that record never would have got released ever so in short man the death of the UK Asian music industry I think the art article it's a decent article man I'm not going to lie I think the writing was okay like I said I don't have a problem with the opinion what I have a problem is is basing An industry an opinion on an industry that may be on a decline we don't know but you gotta have the numbers to justify it right and if you look at back what happened this year late last year UK released some banger albums and they were killing the charts and every time something gets released people are buying it so it's very difficult for me as a consumer as a you know as a pro music blogger and someone who looks at the stuff to agree with this article that the asian you know the uk asian music industry is on a decline i mean i i'll be honest with you i don't think it's on a major upswing i i mean there's just not enough music coming out regularly but i think the music industry is still there um but it seems like someone is actually trying to revive it it's got the defibrillators on and you know punching on the chest and hitting it trying to revive it and that's a good thing it's a start man i think there's a spark there um you know we'll have to wait and see in the next couple of years what happens I'm hoping some of the bands come back and release albums and stuff like that. I know there's like seven, eight albums are supposed to come out this year. So we'll see. I mean, maybe this article is correct. But at at this moment in time, I don't think the article is accurate just because of what's happening. But again, we won't know until this year ends off and see what happens. So there you guys have it. I'll leave a link in the description for the article. Feel free to read it.
0: White baby i baby soda. Soda, sora kaun aane
3: kare the
1: Last week, I got—I had uh, an opportunity to go to the uh, Jazzy B launch party uh, for his brand new album, Folk & Funky 2. Uh, thanks to Harch Rick, and Gopi for hooking me up. Uh, myself, my buddy Manny, and my buddy Ray, we got an invite um, from them to attend the party. E3 events held the event. Uh, Sunny, a good friend of mine as well. Uh, big ups to you guys for holding it down. They also did the meet and greet, which I could not make because I was busy on the Sunday. The launch party is on the Friday. Um, just want to say congratulations to Jazzy B, you know, his whole clique, the family um, for Folk & Funky 2. I personally think it's a great album. Um, I didn't get a chance to buy a copy uh, because, again, I missed that Sunday where they had hard copies of the CD, and I don't think they got any more left, which kind of sucks. but it was nice seeing everybody there got to see obviously harj negra bobby Nagra, um you know those and karma was there gagan shanma uh Theranam, um so many uh local people there to go you know support jazzy b on this uh on this occasion um and what a, a lustrous career jazzy's had we all know man like the guy the guy's the goat um great phenomenal career i remember him uh when he first recorded his first two albums in the studio at fiasco brothers um way back and i remember i can tell you the story i was a tape op setting up the tape tape machine We recorded two inch tape back then 24 tracks and i'll be honest with you i didn't know who jazzy b was um but they brought this guy in and i think shinda was there at the time i'm pretty sure yeah it was it was shinda at the time and i'm sitting there just you know doing my thing working setting up the tape up and then uh you know come back into the room and they asked Jazzy, and he was really young. I think there's pictures flying around the internet uh, with him in the studio and uh, Moon, Moon Watis and Seng Thad as well. Seng Thad actually used to work in the same studio as me um, before, you know, before he moved to the U.S. So, anyways, they go to him, you know, sing something, and Jazzy B just belted out this harmonic vocal, and it was like, honestly, we're all like, whoa, we're like, where the hell did this come from? This scrawny little skinny kid had such a powerful voice, and you know we all had to take a second take on it and be like, "Whoa, where'd that come from, man?" So you know, from wh- from where he started to where he is now, you know, hats off to him. What a career! I mean, in between, um, he did have issues with his vocal cords, um, you know, and he still was able to persevere and have such an illustrious career. You know what I mean? If kids like, if you're into singing. You want to become a singer. I mean, he's a great person to, you know, look at and look at his career. I mean, now he's such a smart businessman. You know, he's got his own clothing line. You know what I mean? Like, he's got fan support. He's got people that love him. And there's people that will buy it. I mean, he's gone into merchandising, which is, you know, which is awesome. I mean, I think a lot more um, artists should do the same thing. I mean, look at Drake with Ovo. You know what I'm saying? Like, why wouldn't you if you've got that popularity, you know? And um, so, yeah, hats off to the you know to Jazzy B. Um, he's done absolutely amazing, man, amazing things. Uh, it'd be curious to see, um, you know, what the next five, ten years are going to be like for Jazzy in terms of what he does with his career, the kinds of records that he sings. Because um, he's got a certain brand, right? People look at Jazzy in a certain way. Very tough, you know? The records that he sings are a certain sort of, you know, genre of music. Um, so I'm curious to see how things will carry out for him. But nonetheless, you know, I wish him well. Um, you know, there's only one Jazzy B. Uh, there's, there's many that have tried but failed miserably. Um, he's proven his worth. He's had, you know, endless amounts of hits, man. I mean, you go to watch a Jazzy B live show, like he's got so many hits that he could play for you. You know what I mean? Like endless supply, endless supply of hits. So on that note, we're gonna get into the old school record of the week and this is one of jazzy b's you know one of his greatest records for sure man um jazzy b nog um the combination of jazzy b and shinda will go down as one of the greatest dynamic duo ever in history of pangara music i mean they smashed it together um and they proved once again on folk-, folk and funky 2 on this latest city that they could work together and still make some great records man So, power to them both. This is the old school record of the week. Jazzy B. Nog. This is This Beats, y'all. So YouTube just announced recently a change into their monetization. What do I mean by that? So creators like myself that are on YouTube, make sure to check out my YouTube pages, by the way, youtube.com slash the DC record, youtube.com slash the DJ reminisce. Um, anyways, as I was saying, YouTube gives me the opportunity to monetize my videos. In other words, make money off of it through ads and other things like that. Well recently, they, uh, YouTube just announced that if you have 10 less, so Less than ten thousand lifetime views. So what that means is basically every time someone comes to watch one of your videos, that's considered a view. Okay. Now it's an accumulation, in a, in a counter that keeps going. Right. For example, on I think on um on my DJ Reminis channel, I've got almost you know half a million views. I think whatever it is total since I've started. Right. So basically, what they're saying is if you've got less than ten thousand lifetime views. So again, not per video. Not per like a month lifetime. Um, if you got less than 10,000, you are no longer allowed to basically monetize your channel, therefore make videos off ads on your content. And I think this is a great change because, um, first of all, it's going to weed out some of the people that aren't serious about YouTube. Like, I'm on YouTube not to make money, man. I couldn't care less about the money. The money is peanuts, honestly. Like, it's like cents, you know, it's not even dollars, it's shit, right? But the, only, the reason why I'm on. YouTube is I I'm passionate about what I do I want to teach people what I do and it helps me build my brand so it gives me brand authority and you know give me an opportunity to do other things with YouTube you understand what I'm saying so it's gonna weed out the people that are are just in it for the money because those are the ones that ruin it for everybody right and to be honest with you to get 10,000 lifetime views it's not gonna be very difficult especially in today's world man if you do your content right you know do your promotion get your stuff out be consistent um, getting 10,000 views shouldn't take very long at all. Honestly, think about it, that's like what? 10 videos with a 1,000 views each? I mean, that sounds like a lot, but it's very doable. You know what I mean? Like I've got, I don't know how many videos on mine, 60, 70 videos, and I've got what, half a million views? So it doesn't take long at all, right? I mean, I did 10,000 views on my DC record, the, the channel where I do um, music reviews. I did that in like two, three months, I think. That's over 100,000 lifetime views right now. So I'm just trying to explain to you that it's a good thing for creators because A, it's gonna weed them out, B, it's gonna force you to create better content. Because if you're hungry to get the mo- the monetization, right, if you got shit content, no one's gonna come watch you. Maybe you need to find a different career, right? The other thing too you gotta understand is, people that jump on YouTube to make money, it's not gonna work out, man. I'm telling you it's not gonna work out. You might as well, you know, find a job or you know work at Walmart or something part-time, you know, if you wanna make money. YouTube is not the place to do it. Trust me, because every day there's someone new coming on to bother gun on YouTube. So you got to compete with that. Plus, the people that are already killing it on YouTube. So finding that space, that finding that you know that niche in that space is doable, but it takes time, work ethic, and you got to hold out for the long run. Nothing in the short term, man, is going to work out for you guys. I guarantee you that, man. I've been on YouTube now since 2009, but consistently last four years, right? And I'm a nobody on YouTube. Like, honestly, I don't make any money on YouTube. But that's not the point. I know what it's gonna be able to give me, uh, you know, in terms of opportunities, once it clicks, and it's just a matter of time. But I'll never know if I'm gonna click if I quit. So quitting is not an option. You understand what I'm saying? So I just wanna give you guys a little bit of uh, news on that because I think it's important. I know a lot of people that listen to me. um, Actually, sorry, let me rephrase that. Some, Some of the people that do tune in on the show, um they do you know they got their youtube creators and stuff like that so if you have heard or you haven't heard now you have so make sure you get your content you know in check do the right things trust me you'll hit that you know ten thousand lifetime view limit without any issues man let's get back to music y'all this is this beats i Alrighty fam, let's get into the Shameless Promotions, www.djreminisc.com is a website, make sure you guys go check that out, everything's up there, all my social media links, all the videos, all the podcast information, track listings, you name it, it's there man, go check it out, also hit me up on Facebook, facebook.com slash the reminisce, another great place to get a hold of me, um, again, everything's there, all the reviews, all the podcasts, track listings, everything is there as well. You can also hit me up on email, imdreminous at gmail.com. I love hearing from you guys. I get some email, not as much as I'd like to, but it's all good. I know to see, you know, loki bobezia time when email the, you know, email can but I get it. I understand, man. So please, you know, holler at your boy, imdreminous at gmail.com. I'm also on social media. Twitter is my favorite favorite spot to be on. At um, Almond Reminisce, that is my Twitter handle. Um, hit me up on there as well, man. I'm on Snapchat at Almond Vanessa. I'm on Instagram at Almond Vanessa. I'm on YouTube, YouTube.com/slash The DJ Reminisce, and that's where I teach people how to mix, how to do podcasts and stuff like that. If you want to check out my fun music reviews, that channel is blowing up. I basically take you know latest and greatest songs and review them and give my score. I give them a score out of five. That's on youtube.com slash the Dissy record. So, I'm creating, I'm creating tons of content for you guys, man. You understand what I'm saying? So, you know, and my third YouTube channel, if you want to catch a glimpse into my daily life, I'm a daily vlogger on YouTube as well. YouTube.com slash Penasar. And again, all these links are available, um, you know, on my webpage. So, make sure you guys go check that out, man. I'm also starting a different type of podcast, more for like people that want to learn business, digital marketing, social media, and stuff like that. Um, that's going to be called the Jaw Talk. I haven't figured out a date yet uh, to launch it probably gonna be end of the month of april or may somewhere there i still haven't figured that out that'll be ad hoc maybe once a month or something like that i haven't figured out the schedule for that yet because i'm so busy as it is doing other stuff but uh we'll see how it goes but listen guys as i say every single week man never forget your roots always stay close to your culture make sure you guys enjoy the rest of your weekend party hard guys stay safe i'm your boy dj Reminis. until next week man Peace out, y'all.
0: DJ Remini.